Okay, to break the ice, I am really nervous. Um, just a couple of thoughts while I'm up here. I'm like, Lord, um, I asked you that I just wanted to pray, be undercover, and everyone to be seen. And I'm like, I'm sorry if I tease my husband because he was called into the ministry. <laughs> so I won't tease him anymore. Um, and also, too, you know, um, the Lord has a lot of humor because I, I just, I actually, I told Brother and Sister Johnston when we joined in the membership class, I was not a public speaker. Um, I never have. <laughs> and I really do like to um, just pray and be unseen and unheard <laughs> and just pray. Um, I do, and excuse me if I have to read my notes, um, this is my first time that I've ever done this. Um, I do give honor to Bishop Jackson, Sister Jackson, Sister Hannah, Sister Ruth. Um, I also give honor to the Fivefold Ministry leadership and every saint in this church. Um, I love everyone in here. It's been a pleasure in the last four years getting to know people. And I pray if I haven't gotten to know you somewhere, somehow, that the Lord places us together so we get to know each other. Um, like Sister Maria Brown said, um, we came from a small church. And so to be in this church, um, it's wonderful. It's a blessing. Um, my goodness, there's just, I mean, I think the four years that we have been here, there is not a day that we have not felt the presence of the Lord. We feel the presence of the Lord all the time. We have tongues, interpretations. I mean, it's that, you know, in a smaller church, you just don't see those things. Matter of fact, um, when we came here and seen the fivefold ministry, you know, in action, I was like, what is that? <laughs> is that biblical? <laughs> um, goodness gracious. <laughs> I don't, you know, you don't, you don't have that many people. So you're like, oh, we have a prophet still nowadays? <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> my other thing, I just want to put a joke up here. Um, actually, I told um, Brother Massey, I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I have enough words to speak for 15 minutes. So anyway, I says, I'm going to bring the gates of prayer, the Hebrew book, and we'll pray five minutes <laughs> worth of prayers in there <laughs> to help pass time. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm going to talk about, and probably for the last six months, is falling in love with Jesus. Um, I know Bishop in the last year had talked about a relationship, and it is very vital for us to fall in love with Jesus because if we fall in love with Jesus, everything else goes easier. It's not, you know, perfect, but it goes easier. And, um... What I came, or went through was Deuteronomy 6 and 5. And it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. I also want to thank Bishop for teaching us how to use the concordance. I have been in church since 17 years. I've seen the concordance. Um, didn't know how to use it until we were up here. And to me, I love the concordance. It's like a thesaurus or something. You know, you can pick the words. And, and if I didn't get something right, I apologize. I'm still, I'm still working on that. But love, it said that the prime root is to have affection for. Heart is your mind, tenderhearted, understanding. Soul is your vitality, breath, desire, life, strength. And in the King James Version is the might. It means with holy, diligently, exceedingly. 
Um, also in the New Testament, uh, it's the same thing that I'm going to read. Um, it is Matthew 22, 30, and 38. And it says, Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And I looked up greatest commandment, and I'm not sure. I believe someone has um, spoke about this before, but it is an authoritative prescription. It says, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with your entire mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Um, again, being that we have some doctors in here, you know, I had to look it up. But if the doctor, you know, writes you a prescription, it's an instruction by a medical doctor that authorizes a patient to provide medicine or treatment to help us, including eye prescriptions written by doctors. Um, so if that's an authoritative prescription, obviously it's going to help us with our life. Um, and so we're going to want to find out what is that love? How do you love Jesus? And another thing that I can relate to is, um, I always need prescriptions for the doctor. So I'm going to go in, I'm going to get my eye prescription or San Antonio look out. <laughs> I'm very blind. And actually today I was so nervous. I only put one contact in and kept driving around. And I was like, Brandon, what is wrong with my eyesight? Something is wrong. <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> um Come <laughs> on. Um, goodness great. <laughs> My experience to put this great commandment to work is to fall in love with Jesus. As Bishop Jackson has been teaching a relationship with Jesus, for me, I like to love, hug, kiss, praise, thank, worship him. He has been good to me, my husband, and children. To fall in love with Jesus, I must know him by praying him and not keeping him at arm's length. To know him, to know who God is, I must read his word, study it to the best of my ability every day. I'm not perfect. I'm still trying to figure all of this out. And I want to know who he is. Um, Let's see. Sorry, I got lost here. I want to please him. I want to have his attributes. I want to love the way he loves people. Falling in love with Jesus happens by developing an intimate relationship for Jesus. For myself, I had to pray to ask Jesus, help me fall in love with you, with him, and give me a revelation of who you really are. If I understand who he is, I'm in love with him. I can face anything that comes my way because I know Jesus is in control. Here I put Psalms 46 and 1. God is a refuge, a strength, and a very present help in trouble. You know, so if we're in love with Jesus, then we know that he is our strength. He is, you know, our help in trouble. And like Sister Maria said, we're all going through something. And she was very right. It it seems to be in our families. um, And um, we really need Jesus. Um. Displease, I was thinking about, it says, I do not want to displease God and not love him with all my heart, my soul, and my strength. I don't want to be a hypocrite. In Matthew 15 and 8, it says, these people, and I put my name. I'm not talking about anyone here. I put my name, Dorinda. Draw near to me with your mouth and honor me with their lips. But the heart is far. Oops, sorry, can't read my. Is far from me. And in Vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. 
I'm talking to myself in a course, you know, to my kids and family. I don't want my heart to be far from God. I want it to be entwined with his heart. I want him to be my everything and do anything he asks me to do. Jesus loves me, and I want to love him. He is in love with his creation. And part of falling in love with him is, you know, I really with, I, I don't want to be up here, but, you know, I don't want to be in rebellion. I want to please him, and I want him to open doors. I want him to save my family, my children, you know. And he is going to ask us to do things that we don't want to do, but we have to do it. Or I guess you have a choice. But she says you have a choice. And plus, I want to be blessed. <laughs> Psalms 8 and 4 says, what is, and this is Jesus, what is man that you are so mindful, mindful, he he thinks upon you, he remembers you, he marks you, you know, and the son of man that he visits him, says, I'm always on God's mind, you know, um, and, and that means something, you know, we are the apple of his eye, you know, um, I don't know, that just means something to me, I love him so much, what happens when you're in love with God, with all your heart, your soul, and your mind? Which I like to say to me is falling in love with Jesus. And really, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking about the young people, the young adults, um, that I hope to encourage. encourage. Um, sometimes, you know, this walk isn't easy. We don't understand. We're in here because our parents have lived it. You know, why do we have to live it? Um, also, too, I want to read Psalms 37, 3, and 5. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Since I love my Jesus, I have an easier time delighting in his desires. Not my desires, but God's desires. I have an easier time to submitting, committing to God. And Bishop, his will, and Bishop Jackson's Vision and teaching from the word of God. I love him and he loves me. And I know that Jesus would never lead me wrong. Being in love with Jesus is a powerful thing. When you're in love with Jesus, all you want to do is please him and do what is right in the sight of him. All the time I tell my kids, especially Alex, he's not here or none of my kids. um, The first order of anything with God is to fall in love with him and everything else will come along. And they probably get tired of me, but I tell them all the time. I want to talk a little bit before my 15 minutes runs out about my testimony. Um, I have been in church in and out since I was 17 years old. Um, I struggled. I failed. I couldn't understand why I kept failing God. I looked at people in the church, and it seemed like that they walked in a glass box. They didn't have any problems. And in the time that I grew up in church, um, people were not as transparent about their failures. And so the enemy really beat me up. He, he made me feel like I, I was a failure. That, you know, a lot of times, you know, it was funny. I almost like he would say, you're like Judas. You're going to betray Jesus. You know, you can't get it together. And unfortunately, I backslid for a year. And I got into a lot of trouble, got into drugs, lost my kids, lost my family. My family disowned me. And 
But it's funny, when you're backsliding, you think of God a lot. So, you know, don't give up on your backsliders because there was not a time I did not think of the Lord. I always thought of him, and I was scared. I said, what happens if he comes and I'm not right? But I met my husband. Um, He did not grow up in the church. And um, our pastor back there was very wise. He went after Brandon (laughs) instead of me. And, and he kept working with Brandon. He would visit him all the time at work. And, and it, it's kind of funny now, but Brandon, would, he brought me back, kicking and screaming to church. I, I did not want to be there. I was like, I just always fail. I'm never going to be anything. And anyway, um, I got filled with the Holy Ghost again. And those things began to change. But again, that still weighed in my mind. Lord, you, you're scared. I'm going to fail you. I'm going to fail you. And this is going to be like the same thing over and over. And by this time, I'm 27. There's got to be something different. And the Lord impressed in my mind. and says, it's because you're not in love with me. If you're in love with me, you, you won't leave. But you love me. Everyone loves God. But when you just love a person and not in love with God, you do things to hurt him. But when you're in love, you don't do things to hurt God. And so I went on a journey since I was 27. I'm like, how do I fall in love? Because I also grew up with a family that wasn't very affectionate. We love each other, but we didn't grow up with hugs and kisses and, and all that stuff. And so I had to pray. I'm like, Lord, if I need to fall in love with you, please put it in my heart. Help me to fall in love with you. You know, show me who you really are if you're there. And that has been my journey. And even up here is, you know, finding out who the Lord really is. And what I have noticed is, you know what? I have been able to go through trials. And and I don't like them. But you know what? I know God has us in the palm of his hand. And he's going to work it out. Thank you, Jesus. I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got one more minute left. You forgot your Bible. It's this Sister Brown's Bible. I, I don't know. We're going to stand and worship before Sister Lyra come. And just come, Sister Lyra.